On this week's episode, we tune in to The Truman Show. Should corporations own people? Is Kristoff the one true god? And would you watch The Truman Show? Find out now. You're listening to 24 Flames Per Second. in the ongoing saga of 24 flames per second. As always, this is the podcast that roasts the films we love the most. I'm Robert Spiewak, and um, this week we're talking about another show that never ends until it did end in the movie. Spoilers. But it's The Truman Show, starring Jim Carrey from 1998. Uh, the um, uh, it's, it's a symptom of reality TV culture, man. <laughs> We all just want to watch each other live or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, everybody, welcome welcome to the show. We're talking about the Truman Show. What a great... <coughs> <laughs> Always, uh... He knows about the show! Get him! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swallow before you speak. <laughs> Words to live by for Colin Mockery. Um, y- yeah, we have a great panel here this week, and uh, we'll... Um, We'll, we'll get to them real quick. A uh, couple things to quickly plug um, for Party Fish Media. Uh, the, um, our, our, our GoFundMe for our studio fund is still going uh, through, the end, through the end of this month. And so if you uh, want to check that out, um, we're close enough to our goal that we can make moves. And we'll be in a studio starting next month, um, which is February of 2019, if you're listening to this in the future. We're already there. Um, but yeah, the week this comes out, the week after, uh, if you want to swing over the links in the description for um, the GoFundMe for that, just yeah, pitch in a couple little bucks here and there. Or and, and or head over to our Patreon if you want to sustain or support us long term. You can always do that and get a bunch of extra good bonus content over there. So yeah, that's um, all I have to plug here at the top. Across the table from me this week, the Marlin to my Truman, Quasi Phillips. I just filed my taxes. Uh, <laughs> very good. Yes. <laughs> um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> the government is going to give me money, which is nice. Hopefully, if nice. they start up again. Um, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. They might just give you McDonald's. You know what? That's you know, that's a fair trade. Fun fact, fun news I read today. McDonald's lost the uh, international dispute over the trademark for Big Mac. So that's fun and exciting. Ooh, really? <laughs> that's a bummer. Against uh, an Irish uh, restaurant chain called, like, it was called, like, Mac... Mac something. Something. McRavies? From, from no. before McDonald's? Um, no, but... Their argument was, "This is so like not." What <laughs> this is some post-show shit. Pre-show, the founder. But now. no, no, no. It was the um, they they asserted that due to McDonald's global reach, they were unable to grow because of things like the because of McDonald's brand. They were like, "We can't because people confuse us for McDonald's. We can't like get any bigger." Because of uh-huh. their global thing, and so yeah, it was like a, a European Union court 
ruled against McDonald's oh, <laughs> over the geez. trademark of the Big Mac. They, <laughs> they can appeal the decision still. Sure. But, like... That's pretty big. <laughs> kind of exciting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I saw a comment that was like, they should just call them Double Royales with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quasi, did you watch the movie this week? I didn't watch the movie this week, no. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching it with our good old buddy Will. Mm, he uh, is back old. In the day. Yeah, oh yeah, the ancient <laughs> person. And I remember he uh, kept, he and Rob, his brother, also, they freaked out about him when we were younger. Yeah. And they thought it was really, you know, trippy and everything. And I just vividly remember them talking about it a lot. Hmm. Um, but well, I haven't seen it since then. So yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the what goes on on the panel today. I'm excited. We will see. Um, yeah. I think without any further ado, let's get to the panels. Various panels. Panel lie. Um, starting with the roasters, as always, we've got actor and dungeon master to the stars. Find his show, Save the D8, at Save the D8 Pod on social media. Evan Christopher. Good morning. And if you don't hear me later, good oh, afternoon, don't good evening, do it. good night. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> you should sit up. <laughs> also. He's um, doing a long shout for the mic. Yeah, long shout. He's like, hey, remember that line from the Truman Show? That one line that everybody remembers. Um, but how are you? How are you oh, doing? I'm doing great. Good. Yeah. Good to have you here. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. And next to him... Uh, Seattle storyteller and co-producer of Seattle's The Moth. Find her on social media at Casey Rom. It's Casey Rom. Hello. How are you? Doing all right. I'm hoping I'm not on camera right now. Why would? Oh, got it. I was like, why <laughs> the would surveillance you stage. <laughs> Everything's a lie. Just generally. <laughs> generally. Yeah. Everyone put tape over your cameras. Um, <clears throat> do you do that? Mark Zuckerberg does it, so yes. Oh, okay. I'm doing it is he the time. gold standard for it? If he, if he doesn't trust the internet, why should I? Considering True. He he's made, made something that he's is... made of internet. Very good. It's good to have you. And on the defense this week, VHS fanatic, and um, he does other stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> I also host a podcast. I was going to get there. Yeah, yeah. Find his find just, his show, VH Quest, at VH Quest Pod on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if you forgot. Or... No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, was, I was getting there. Um, ben Scott. Howdy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. Digging yeah. the hair. It matches, you. Uh, matches your shirt. You got a, it's a, it's a, yeah, sea, uh, what's too. it called? A sea foam. So it's, it's called Shark Blue. Okay. Um, Close. But it's faded a little bit. Who in the hell... Uh, yeah yeah uh, happy to be here yeah thank you i appreciate it yeah i uh i was just like i I texted Mackenzie one day and i was like Mm. my my partner and i was just like hey if i were to dye my hair what color should i dye like hypothetically she was like shark blue and she was she was just like oh my god yes (laughs) and then she was and then she was like blue and I was like, I mean, I was just like hypothetically thinking about it. And then like the next day I dyed my hair blue. Nice. And that's just, it just happened. <laughs> like in the store buying the dye. You know, I'm kind of considering, not really <laughs> <laughs> sure if I'm ready for this. Hypothetically, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm taking it off the show. <laughs> what do you feel about shark blue? <laughs> Don't know what that means. 
<laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, welcome, and it's good to have you here. Thank yeah. you for being here. It's been a little while. Yeah. Um, and so you're here defending Truman, the the Truman Show, the one. I am indeed. Um, and so in my top off. ten, probably. Maybe not top five, but definitely top ten. It's definitely a top so ten. At least number six. <laughs> the uh, we'll uh, we'll start with movie in a minute. You know the drill. Um, I'm watching you. I see so those much. notes on your lap. Drop that thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jesus. It's not a game. <laughs> well, I mean, we're over halfway through season two. We've been pretty aggressive the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll give you a three count, then give us the full plot synopsis of the Truman Show. Spoilers and all. Are you ready? I'm gonna try. Okay. Let's try it out. Alrighty. Um, and you're off in three, two, one, go. So Truman Burbank is the uh, star of a reality TV show that runs 24-7 on almost every network, live feed. Uh, however, he does not know it. He has no clue and he has been raised with it in this reality TV show as a way to observe somebody in real life. Uh, Christoph, the director, has created a simulation of an island in uh, this giant Superdome-esque movie studio. Um, and basically it's like a, a 50s style American dream where he has a quaint life. Uh, the catalyst of the uh, studio uh, light falling from the sky and him seeing his dead dad causes him to observe and obsess over the different small things he's noticing in the town, which are the actors acting and he, then the, the things revolving all around him and seeing different parts of the set. Uh, eventually Truman becomes so obsessed and he wants to leave the island so bad that he gets over his fear of water from when he was a kid to uh, hit the end of the and you're studio out of time. and leave. <laughs> almost, almost. I mean, you're like, you're actually like, that was a big rally in those last 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. So he gets on a boat and sails. And he gets on a boat and to he the sails. end of the yeah. thing. And the mast just uh, crashes and stabs in the side. And he, you know, he walks to the he walks to the yeah. door and opens it up. Kristoff is like, "I'm I'm your god. You should stay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. And yeah. then decides, and then he uh, decides what are there, to leave. There are other particulars to just like the people he's with, exposed to. There's yeah, a Sylvia girl that yeah, has so, tell the truth in college. Yes, yeah, so um, Sylvia was like one of the wife, actors. They get divorced. Yeah, so it was one of the actors that like was put in. She's an extra. Yeah, an extra, and she was like. She's like, you're not supposed to talk to me. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, like, that's, that's like, one of the starting things of, like, strange behavior that's happening. Yeah. But. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. He eventually realizes it all and gets out. Yeah. And that's kind of the end. That's kind I of have my notes now, or are you going to You're good. You're good. Okay. Right. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that's about it. And so, uh, Ben, uh, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we will get your opening statements on why you like The Truman Show. Let's get your opening statements. Why do you like uh, the Truman Show? Did you yeah. lose, did you um, lose your Oh, no. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> We're good. Sorry about that. Um, so, well, I mean, one of the things is that this movie is a very, uh, I mean, so it came out in 1998, and it's a very eclectic movie for 1998. It's a very strange movie for 1998, because um, this is before really any kind of reality TV shows were a thing. Uh, Big Brother, which was one of the first, didn't come out until 1999. Hmm. Um, there, 
a, a big thing. So, and I, I have a eclectic movie taste in, in general, I feel. I've I really like strange movies, so this is one of my favorites. Um, I also love reality TV shows. Uh, like, I love Keeping Up the Kardashians. I love The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I mean, I, anything, like, uh, what's the one? Real Life or um, the... Whatever they were filming, real world, real world, oh, yeah. Real world. That's a little. That's a little too much for me because, <laughs> like, it's just it's too much. But in general, I really like reality TV shows, and I find it really interesting of the idea of being famous, or like, like you're famous because you're famous kind of deal. Um, famous for being famous, basically. Uh, it's also interesting because the uh, a lot of things about the movie are so impossible that like just essentially I mean the the concept of the movie is almost impossible <laughs> but I think that I like that and I like the ideas that uh, these certain things are in, are infeasible or this would cause something that would be absolutely insane I because I think that it lets you create a weird universe in your own head too mm -hmm. and I think like the fact that Truman leaves at the end like that's a really big question of what where does he go? What he what does he do? And you can sit here and talk about that for for a while because, I mean, the fact that there's the uh, or that there's the disease like named after it, that oh, yeah. that like there's a lot of psychology in this movie. Mm. Uh, there's like you could say there's some extreme like some religious aspects, and I think that this this movie kind of encapsulates uh, what we watch now in certain reality TV shows. Uh, but did it in a uh, kind of an experimental or obscure way way before its time. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's like the big thing about it that I, I every time I watch it, I watched it last night actually because yeah. I wanted it to be like really fresh in my head. And uh, every time I watch it, I just like it more and more. Uh, I spent, uh, like me and Mackenzie spent a lot of time just like talking about it and like thinking about different kind of you know, um, philosophical things that could be happening with it mm -hmm. and it's just like it was just a fun movie to like get a little high to and just <laughs> like and just like talk about and yeah. contemplate on the ideas and on the, the what it means especially in the time period that it came out in yeah very good let's talk about the concept roasters um well i too really love reality television i um I'm a big fan of Survivor and Big Brother, and I also watch the entire Bachelor franchise, so I understand the appeal. Um, what I find really implausible about this movie, above all else, is that this show would be incredibly boring, and why would anybody watch it? He does the same thing every single day, and there's like no real conflict, and it's just product placement after product placement, and I just don't see a world where that is entertaining enough to be this thing that everybody watches for... 35 years. Well, okay. I'm scared. Well, <laughs> so just to argue that, um, the, I think that the, cause we really only see the, the part of the show at the end. We really only see like the last handful of days at the show that the show was airing. And I think that a lot of like Christoph was directing the actors and like main people in his life as a way of creating drama and story that people would want to watch. So I think that just saying that the whole 
show uh, wouldn't be exciting is a little unfair because we don't really see much of the show. The only time we see any older parts is when he meets um, Sylvia. Yeah. And that's really all we get. And I think that that is, like, if it was, like, a real-life thing, like, that would be interesting to see. That'd be very strange. Yeah, but the fact that they're still talking about it, theoretically, let's say 10 years later or 12 years later, like, I, I just don't think that's enough content to fill an entire middle-aged man's life. You get that, and you get, like, his dad in the boat accident, and those are the only two real, like, intense moments that we see, and everything else we see is him going to, like, a boring desk job and drinking beers with his buddy and not having a baby with his wife. Like, <laughs> every, every show has a few burner episodes. <laughs> Sounds like Come you know, on, yeah. decades of burner <laughs> episodes. Every show that has, a, you know, there's every episode in this season or so, give it a break. But I also have a, a hard time believing that the general population wouldn't be offended by this, like, torture that they're doing to this poor man, like, with giving him parents that aren't even his parents and giving him a wife that isn't even like a real person and then killing off the dad and like knowing that he's still alive just seems really kind of messed up and I don't understand why anyone would want to watch or support this show in any society yeah well I mean actually I think I think our society now actually would prove why they would watch it honestly for me I actually I do not like Reality but shows. Thank you. <laughs> reality shows, um, more often than not, are actually not really reality. They're scripted more often than not. You know, since back in 1996, when the real world actually started and all that, um, the first one actually tanked. And they actually realized that the times that they actually ended up getting the more people watching was when they had a lot of fabricated drama that they had going for that. So what happened is, is you have this, the, the big thing that you have for this, especially that we have, is the sense of privacy. And in essence, for why most people would watch in the beginning is, is that you have somebody who is unwillingly or unknowingly know that they are part of a TV show. They are acting out their entire life. And everything that is private, everything that we all are kind of like of our most embarrassing moments and so forth that we have, other people are getting to watch that. And the times that we're like, like oh, I hope nobody ever saw this and all that. People are having to see that, like, especially like, think about if during your teenage years when you're going through puberty and stuff like that, and all that weird kind of stuff happening, and be like you unknowingly have people watching that and people having to be able to relate to that kind of thing. Like, oh yeah, I can remember that because they did talk about it in the show of like when it first got started, especially from when he was a kid to a teenager, it was very popular. As it got to his middle age time that you're talking about, right? It was actually starting to slow down and it wasn't getting as much, and that. The main guy that was doing the Kristoff was not a big fan of that, and they were trying to make changes and trying to fabricate stuff, and he wouldn't allow it until things started happening. You know, like in the sense of that he killed off his dad just to be able to uh, to scare Truman into not wanting to leave and causing him to have a type of phobia. Like they 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 mess with his mind so much and with his own personal privacy that. Uh, nowadays for having that people would, would, would kill to have that amount of people watching them just to be able to say, hey guys, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go and have my day. I mean, people do that on YouTube constantly now. I want to give people a little more credit and believe, though, that they would not be cool with a corporation owning a person and, like, the, the vast majority of people would see the massive issues in this world where he has no privacy and he didn't even have the agency to decide that for himself. The, so this might be 
a little too like easy of of a way to look at it or an answer but maybe in this world that's obviously not our world like people are different people think differently and like to give like an examples of that and like that is a really easy answer just being like oh well they're in a different world so it's uh, that makes sense but like if you read if you read like any Philip K Dick book mm-hmm. like nobody in those books acts at all what anybody would feasibly do in today's society or even back when they were written society but that's because they're sci-fi and this movie is essentially a sci-fi movie in a lot of ways and so saying that like just because it wouldn't happen or that people would be feeling a certain way about it today is I think just a little doesn't give it credit for the idea of the creator of this movie creating a society that thinks differently than we do. Well, and all, and and just going to say that, going off of Casey's points that you just said, uh, we hear that the corporation bought the child; they own the rights to Truman as himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even is, when he reaches adulthood, though, like that doesn't. Right. It's he's essentially a slave. Yeah. You know, and in and in essence of everything that you have for that, his entire life is all fabricated, right? But is that so? Is that so different from other like? Yes. Like other sci-fi movies, like you wouldn't. Like, if this was, like, some weird outer space, like, a strange, like, super futuristic movie, and, like, a corporation, like, adopted a baby, it would just be, like, a weird sci-fi concept. But generally, like, the protagonists of a sci-fi movie are the resistance, right? And we get so little of this resistance that we know exists because they let us see some of it. They let us see, you know, the guy parachuting in and trying to show Truman that it's all a TV show. And they let us see Sylvia walking around her house with, like, free Truman rally posters. And it's like, I could have I used so much more of that. I could have used so much more of how did we get to this point where they're allowing a corporation to buy a person. I could have used so much more... Of, of all of that in this movie, I, I think the concept is great, but then the practice of it is just like watching Jim Carrey flail around in the same day over uh, and over. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you say anything about Jim Carrey? Well, if- I, I do have to give credit, though, on that, that I, I do wish that they would have had a little more drama of the outside world trying to infiltrate. Um, that being said, though, I also like the fact that the entire world at the same time is like complicit with this with this director in this movie and like the director is essentially like a god figure because he has he is controlling the like entire world right you said um, his name was Christoph, right yeah and, like, said, i think there's a lot of allegories that they have in this movie too that has like a lot of Christian, uh, he talks from the it. sky. Oh yeah, the like in the cloud. The and he, he thinks of himself as being a Christ-like figure in many ways to him. So I think it's interesting though that, um, well, just to go back on that second, I I do give you, I do think that that's right, and I wish there would be more of that, um, for sure. But at the same time, I think it's interesting how if Christoph is a, a Christ-like figure or God-like figure, um, him controlling the world but with the perception of free will is like the same with Truman like there's like they are watching it because they are being controlled without really realizing like the audience and at the same time Truman has the um like not like the fallacy of free will but just like he like he doesn't have an actual he doesn't actually have any free will I think it's just interesting to compare those two of the audience watching it, which is why I think people would 
be interested in it um, in a not not maybe like in a purposeful way, but just I, I feel like people really kind of thirst to see other people's private lives in a way, which is why reality TV show is there are popular like they have pretty big ratings. So and I, like it's a pop culture thing as well in that kind of way. And I feel like people are really complicit in certain ways. I feel like the way you just said that now made me think this is like a 1950s version of The Matrix. <laughs> you know, because, actually, though, that's... Yeah. I, I just watched The Matrix recently, like a couple days ago, and... Right, it's because he's given the choice of free will in this movie, but he doesn't have any free will. And we can see any time, every time for when he does have his freakouts, the, uh, the producers, or they always try to find some way to be able to stop him. Mm-hmm. Because, in essence, as much as they want to say of this is, like... Christoph in himself wants to make himself seem like he is as being the prophet like Jesus Christ, but in essence he is the false prophet of coming to bring destruction and ruin upon all for it because Christoph in himself keeps himself on his ego of how high he is about this great concept that he has, but the whole thing is still managed on capitalism, which is the only way I can think of of people getting allowed with that is the sense of the amount of corporation lobbyism that could happen. Like this could be in like a... In like a uber capitalistic world, or like just a, a capital, like just the capitalism has become mm-hmm. so big. And I mean, yeah, there are economies like, th- like think of Wally, of show, like right? Wally has like the yeah. by and large of the BNL Corporation, right? That basically owns everything. But then also remember that like there is so much money that is being sold on this as well for um, all the ad revenue that they do for like. Whenever Laura buys something, she always does some kind of product promotion kind of thing. Or it's, it, it provides with, jobs with, Mar- with, yeah. with Marlon. Then you also have like any like, like throw away that old lawnmower. What is it? The, the two twins always kind of slam them up against the wall every time yeah. to like show the thing. Like there's all this ad stuff as well as then you when we do see like the interviews with Kristoff that he talks about like you can buy stuff for the show, you can buy stock in the show, you can buy anything that's there, you can buy, which is again another big like weird creepy thing that made me feel unsettled about this movie about not only is they owning this person and like pretty much controlling his direction of where to go but like he in himself is now the product he has bought like what was it you had the two old biddies at the end that were just decked out in truman gear mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah, just right. totally desensitized it was, well, it, was like a tr- it was like a truman cafe but I, even I, like I, the capitalist aspect of it is is so overdone and again I go back to this idea that there's so much more to explore in this universe that we don't get to see that I would be more interested in but I, like the first couple times you see the obvious product placement it's kind of like oh haha I get it and then it just like keeps happening again and again and again and over and over and I'm like okay I get it it's product placement like I feel like there's more to see here and I, there was kind of like a, a moment in the movie, I, maybe like 25 minutes in, where I was like, okay, when does something happen? Because it just seems like we've established capitalism for the entire first act. <laughs> like, something that we weren't familiar yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Also, new I'll say this too as well, is like for, for working on that particular kind of show as well, just from like as an actor's standpoint... Um, maybe working as an extra for like a season or something might work, but if you're like a main cast character or even like a secondary character, like the neighbors or anything like that, 
you are stuck in that show for the rest of your life. You cannot do anything else. You won't be able to do anything else because you're constantly going to have to be there yeah. day after day, yeah. right? And you'll never be able to, like, expand or go to do something else new, kind of like how Jim Carrey broke from comedy to do this kind of serious thing. You'll, you'll, I, you'll never I, actually I get to Jim do Carrey in a serious that. role. I, that's one thing, too, for me, is that I... Jim Carrey in a serious role is always going to get me. Even the number 23? I wasn't... I thought you'd forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think People that don't he forget. is all that serious in this role, though, until the very end. Like, the, the whole escape scene is just peak Ace Ventura. Like, the way that he drives and, like, flails around. And it's it's not... But it's not as comical. I, no, not, because like the not, movie is a horror movie. It's fucked up. It's, like, it's a horror sci-fi. It's <laughs> yeah. actually true. In doing some research that I did for this movie, the movie was actually much, much darker. And there was give me the dark there one. Was a lot of, well, the, the, <laughs> the studio, the studio ending? actually went against it because they thought that they wouldn't be able to sell as well for it's it. It's also Jim Carrey at that time, um, which means that you're not going to be able to sell yeah. a drama. Yeah, they actually, um, there was supposed to be an alternate ending where he didn't just leave. He actually was going to confront Kristoff and he was like going to try to kill him, actually. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking earlier, excuse me, I was thinking earlier about you talking about, so going back to the the Matrix analogy. Yeah. That, so in the Matrix, like Morpheus offers, you know, the red, like like Neo takes the red pill. Right. Right. And he becomes aware of, of what's going on uh and in this like Kristoff is more he's offering the blue pill mm-hmm. but truman doesn't take it so like, i think that's an interesting thinking of of Kristoff being like you're uh, talking about the end like, yeah 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 the very end the very end when Kristoff like now all, like, you're self-aware and you yeah he's stay. just like yeah he's like you like you like this is where you're happy and like i've created this world for you and you could stay and continue living the way you have but which is taking which is taking the blue pill and I but I think it's interesting how he he doesn't he like he takes the opposite uh, and that also gives Kristoff more of a darker character I think I actually think that ending is super dark though because what we don't get to see is what happens after and, and I, I love that I can see the argument for that but like there's no way that what happens after is anything good. He's essentially like a feral child that has been found in the woods and they're going to now attempt to return him to regular society. He's never seen a cell phone before or a computer. Like, well, 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 they, do they restrict? Well, 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 he does have a computer because they, they did have a computer. Oh, in, in, oh, in, but in, he's in, got... He was supposed to be in... The, like, the, they made it basically be all in the 1950s. Like, yeah, they didn't 19... introduce that kind of stuff in, okay, in so his like, world. Stuck... They, they had a weird mix of it because there was that computer when he went to go trying to find the the travel oh yeah that's right but but here's the thing and and going off of casey's point that i'm that i would love to go off if you don't mind Mm -hmm. um the him being able to deal with the real world is 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 gonna be really confusing like even say we'll say for the happy point that he goes and he gets back with sylvia right he barely knows Sylvia. Sylvia kind of knows him from from watching that, but then like the whole stress from everything from this is gonna cause him to break down. Truman's not gonna be able to go anywhere in this world without any, without somebody noticing him, mm-hmm. and then the sense of his own privacy for the rest of his life is gonna be destroyed because he's always gonna be recognized for that. As well as, you know, is he gonna get back pay? Because he never got paid ever really for doing this show and having his entire life 
uh, for life. So then he's going to be in court cases if he really wants to try to get paid for the rest of that. Well, he, I mean, as, well, he would have gotten paid at the fake job that they. I mean, in my in my yeah, but he vision, didn't get paid for his own he immediately props. walks out into the street and gets hit by a car because he's used to everyone just like parting the seas for him. Like it just—it's not gonna work, and I think that it's really depressing and then also, that he's basically just trapped from the beginning, and he's damned if you do, damned if you don't. At the end, I think it's a depressing ending and not particularly triumphant. Also, how is he actually gonna get a job in the real world? None of his like schooling he has no wise, actual skill. Yeah, he has, and everybody would be like, his, "No, you're like you're Truman." Yeah, yeah. His, I feel, his, I feel like yeah, his schooling he'd be like is all a, fake. like an Instagram influencer. Fake, like. Right? He doesn't have a real degree in a college. He never really graduated high school because all of it's fake. But but, but he still has that knowledge. Yeah, like, even it's though like, it's fake, what, what he is, created it. What a part, What parts of that world were fake, and what parts? He's decades was behind he able on technology, to... though. Okay, but math doesn't change. Like in school, like his ability to so he's able to go learn. Maybe they taught him fake math. They didn't teach him the core system. If he's smart, he'll go to Fiji. But he doesn't well, know Dewey Decimal. I don't know but, he's lost. Okay, tell me this. How do you how do you know that? Like, how do you know that? Like, how do you know that Kristoff uh, and the production team? Didn't actually create like an what accredited would be... school inside well, of the <laughs> well, no, no, not not just like not having a piece of paper as a degree or like labeling something as an accredited school, but creating a college in this fake world or in this fake that would give him the same education as a college in real life. Fair enough. You know what? I will bring up this point that now I think about it, I think he's actually really, really dumb because if he lives on an island where it has their own personal college set on it, and he never thought of like. We have a tiny island that has a massive college campus on it. Make any sense whatsoever? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not that like massive. It's not that small of an island. I mean, it's a pretty big island. Whenever they when they zoom out on like the Thunderdome part of it, uh, and I, I came from a really small town that has a really big college campus. Like half the town was a college campus, and it's like a right. But I didn't like see a three much of a college campus mile. when I saw the movie. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I, I still I still think that like it's it's not impossible to think that uh, he still could be educated in the basics of what people in the outside okay. world would be. And the fact that everybody would know him when he comes out, I think, would be a way to help. Him. Like, I feel like um, there would be enough people to understand that he doesn't know these things that like people wouldn't get upset with him because in this world everybody's watching him. He's also never So why learned... would why would like people like like if this is a car and whatever and he's streaming like why wouldn't people stop and be like it's true? I but the difference is he's also never learned social skills. Like it's not just book learning. Yeah. Every person that is a part of his life was manufactured to be there. His best friend, his wife, they introduced What if they're just really good actors? What if they're just really good actors like yeah, and like it, they, it does. Well, that's like another interesting life. point that they don't expand on is that clearly his dad felt enough like his dad to seek him back out and try to find him again, and like they don't really expand on that. Like he just wanted to be on the show. I think he just wanted to like be on the no, show. No, 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 no. They actually explained that he wanted to come back because. Truman, he, he, he loved Truman. Oh, stuff. that's they right. Did yeah. yeah, when he has the interview. Yeah, no, and then they right. did. Right. They did. And then Kristoff ended up actually using him to try to get him to stay back and bring him in. Yeah. Mm. Once again. But to me, like, yeah, he's got like a couple people in his life that maybe actually care about him. Probably just like his father, maybe his mother. We don't get much of a sense of her and Sylvia. And but he's never had to like navigate a friendship or a relationship outside of that. 
Of somebody not paying him. Or someone right. not being paid to be there to like oh, him. Oh, I think that, like, <laughs> so, well, the fact that, so, Mar- Marlon, his best friend, they say that they've been best friends since they were seven, which means that, like, they actually, like, Marlon actually was there and grew up with Truman. So what's to say that, like, Marlon's not his real friend? If he knows and the, the truth, he's not his real friend. Because Marlon actually married his wife, who was an actress. In the movie, they're married. They're supposed to be. Wait. So, Wait. so Truman's wife, yeah. right, and Marlon, Truman's best friend, outside the show, are supposed to be married. Oh, really? Oh, Yeah. Oh, wait, is that also when when Kristoff does the interview? Yeah, yeah, okay. they talk I, about I that. They talk about that. They're like, it's an open marriage. We're okay with it. It's, it, was, it was very strange. <laughs> and then that's why, little, that's that's why, why he comes... That's why he comes to the rescue. Yeah, that's yeah. why Marlon was very protective of her when he has that giant freak. Oh, but yeah, on sure. top of that, I don't see that as a real friendship. If you could be around someone for 20-plus years and know the truth about their life and never feel compelled to tell them. Like, Sylvia's the only person who ever felt compelled to tell him. See, the other unfortunate thing is that if you, I gotta watch a bunch of undeleted scenes because my <laughs> friend has like, he loves the Truman Show. I would actually, so I, would, I would love that. There's quite a few uh, deleted scenes where they have Marwin, um, he, he finds uh, Truman in that and he lets <laughs> Truman go. Like he has this, and he because like there is a really good moment there where Marlon's he like finds Truman uh, when before he gets on the boat. Oh, and gotcha, he, like, yeah. he actually gives him some stuff like get out of here, you know. Oh. In the sense of being like, there is a, in that there humanizes is a, Marlon yeah. that that gives that Ten. gives you some empathy to the character. Oh, I kind of wish that they would have let that in, like me because too. that would have well, given me some yeah, hope. Because <laughs> you're right, though, like that. Like, that's basically what you're saying is that, like, those kind of things, and and I do like wish they would have that. And those are some of the. The, the I guess the downsides of this movie is that there are some things that I really wanted more of, but at the same time, that didn't detract from what I got out of it still. Like, I got enough out of this movie that even though I didn't get certain things, I didn't get more of the outside world in, like intruding in, I got enough strange concepts of free will and uh, just like thinking about his brain and thinking about his mind and trying to, like, understand the, uh, like, trying to empathize at least with the outside characters, or at least understand what they're, what they're thinking, mm-hmm. and I think that's really interesting to, to try to, like, like, because you can come up with a lot of concepts, like, again, me, me and her, me and her were, like, talking all last night about, just, like, oh, I wonder, like, like, what was happening at this point, and, like, it's so strange, like, what do they do when, like, they're not on camera, and you're just, like, thinking about their lives outside of it, um, well, I, I had a question about for this. Um, for for the people that are watching it, did anybody have like a, a small sense of paranoia after watching it as well? Yeah. You oh, know? yes. Well, uh, because okay. you are also a viewer of the Truman Show, right? And so it's like it's it's kind of strange. I don't know. Well, Damn, hey. he, Christoph got me. <laughs> well, and I mean, like that also goes back into again of then like once again. You for when he will, goes to leave about how broken his life is, how he won't have like a psychological break, right? For him, how does he know, like? For him, I would feel like the same thing of like my entire life that I've always known, right? In the last what two weeks, I have devolved now into realizing that everything has been filmed. Once he leave, who's just like who wouldn't be paranoid about somebody else watching? Like anytime he sees a camera, it wouldn't be able to freak out. Anytime he gets a small sense of paranoia, somebody's watching him freaking out again, thinking that he's once again back on a television show. Yeah. You know, like, his life from now on, in the sense of his privacy and his own, like, 
personal thing is destroyed by the show in the sense of making money, in the sense of capitalism, and the boosting of ego of Kristoff. Once again, the false prophet. I hate to do this, but we have to unmask. Yeah. We've reached the time to unmask. Can I say what, just one quick yes. thing? Uh, Metacritic gave it 100 out of 100. <laughs> uh, Robert, uh, what? Uh, Roger, Roger, sorry, <laughs> Roger Ebert uh, gave it a uh, four star, or four thumbs up. Whatever That's the highest thumbs. rating, <laughs> all the thumbs, thumbs and up. toes. Whatever he gave it, he gave it like the highest rating that he gives movies. <laughs> I believe it has symbols. like an eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety four. Ninety four. Oh wow. So so just not as like a way of being like, see that proves it's good. It's just the saying like I think that this movie really did make people think, and mm. that's the main reason why I like it because I like nice. movies that do that to me. Yeah. Well, unmask. How do you actually feel though? I fucking hate this yeah, movie. Liar. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely it's 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 definitely in like some of my favorite movies. I remember watching it for whenever I watched it for the first time. It was on TBS. Very nice. funny. And, <laughs> and right, trying to get that TBS <laughs> promotion. And I remember that they like they cut out like certain parts of it, Ugh. and it was like kind of bland. And I remember, and I remember the ads for it, where they would just like show the clip where he was like, "Good morning," and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, yeah, good night. Yeah. And it's just like that was the only clip. I was like, "Ah, knee slapper." But then when I watched the actual show or the show, the actual movie, that's when I was like really blown away by it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, Casey. Um. Yeah, I actually really liked this movie. I uh... boom roasted. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was. I rewatched it only this week and I hadn't seen it in quite a while Mm -hmm. and some of the things like I still would have liked to see more of um like any potential resistance or um yeah just certain like even the aspect of him going to the hospital and they're like they scrub up because obviously she's not actually a nurse and she like doesn't go to work every day and I would have liked to to see like where does she go and meet up with her actual husband like what do they do all day I would have liked to maybe follow some of those lines a little more um but it's the fact that this was like a blockbuster movie in 1998 like it was a huge movie and it's so high concept is is really cool to me and i think um i mean the director and the writer of this movie are it's just the same it's not the same no peter weir directed it and and uh andrew nickel Nickel, Nickel, thank you um wrote it yeah and it's yeah it's just like i love gattaca dude it's really cool (laughs) it's really cool that that they managed to pull that off you know when a lot of audiences i think at the time they thought didn't want to think at the movies (laughs) yeah yeah. um so yeah it's a good one (laughs) evan uh yeah you seem like you didn't (laughs) no actually um i like this movie when it first came out it um was it was an interesting thing once again i liked it Better in the sense of that it was kind of like to me tearing down uh, reality TV. I was I was not a very big fan. Um, I had a lot of friends who were into it, and I just I couldn't get into it because it always just didn't seem real to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, for this one, uh, it was interesting to me because also in watching it, I was since I wasn't into reality, I was more into like sci-fi, and I was a really big um, Twilight Zone fan. And this was yeah. based off of two Twilight Zone episodes and when I started watching I was like oh yeah I remember this one you know and 
the Twilight one to me ended a lot darker because the guy he ended up quitting and then in the end decided to go back to it because that's all he actually knew in the sense of like like when Kristoff mm-hmm. says like he has a much better he's much come more comfortable in his cell than he is out in the real world yeah. kind of deal I thought um, and that there are some of the uh, some of the points in this movie where like I was like I got like chills <laughs> I'd, I'd like be sitting there and I'm like oh and that was one of them and I was like oh man that's a question right there. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, it's just been like with the amount of reality TV that we've had now, it's like yeah. the lessons that we learned from this movie were not learned. <laughs> and we just decided to push it further and harder. And just in the essence, though, of like, like at least let them know that they're on the reality show. Yeah, at least those people hiding. have autonomy. Like. Right. <laughs> what was that? There was that one reality show, uh, the Joe Schmo, sh- the Joe Schmo show. I don't know. Uh, where it was, they had like a person who, it was like a, they were on a fake uh, game show. It was like a real like reality TV show. Like they like the there was an orchestrated game show with actors and everybody was an actor and stuff. Mm. And they had a contestant who didn't know who thought it was like a real <laughs> game show and they like went through these like things and then they yeah. at the end it was like oh yeah. it's all fake and that was like. One of, like that's a reality TV show that kind of mirrors this in like mm-hmm. a very simple way. But he but still knew he was on TV. True. <laughs> true. No, that's that's true. I that's guess like true. the closest one would be Cops, right? Cops has been around for a they long time. They have to sign a release. I think Cops is over, right? No. No. Hell, still making Cops. Oh yeah, dude. I still watch Cops. Bad boys. Bad boys. <laughs> that was the original reality show. Got some Are you gonna go watch the Truman Show? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Um, it is on Netflix. <laughs> at this time. Yeah, just, I mean, such good questions. I think that the the concepts that we're talking about, and especially what you're saying about, you know, there was a really funny, uh, what was the tagline that I, or the, the little synopsis that I read was like, Truman doesn't realize he's in a, he's in a live 24-hour womb-to-tomb show. <laughs> <laughs> womb-to-tomb. <laughs> Jesus, bring that. That's great. The Rope to Tomb show. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I think that they're just really good questions. And I think that uh, Casey just had a good point about, you know, what he what he has at the end of this. Mm-hmm. What he has that he could. Because honestly, as dark as it is, Agency. I think he, he probably would kill himself. He, I mean, at the end of it. I mean, it's just kind of like, what? I don't know. Yeah, because how could you go back to whatever? But I also think... Yeah, Fiji, yeah. He would just he would just go to Fiji. That's yeah, what yeah. he would do. Because like, because yeah. also Boom, answered. He goes to Fiji and lives the rest of his life there. Bum. Oh, um, Sylvia probably shows up. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah, that's her actual name, right? Because then yeah, he can probably then either that or he just gets used to a show and then he either goes to therapy or he does I don't know. But he just like he, what what does he have at the end of that yeah. thing? That's just a huge question. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah Montana. Maybe. You know what, maybe? Uh, also, a great Plastic show. surgery? Just going to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, was, I was thinking, like, I not that I would want it or not want it, but, like, what what, what if they made a sequel? Let's talk about it on the post-show. That was an idea. Robert, what did you think? About that. Um, I, uh, I still like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember it being, like, uh, so this, this came out, and we were, like, children like elementary school <laughs> so i didn't watch this until uh like i don't know a bunch of like my neighborhood friends all of a sudden were like we're watching the truman show <laughs> and i swear to god for like two weeks straight that's all we did was watch the damn truman show <laughs> over and over again. and i would um, probably hate it i, I would probably i don't hate it, it <laughs> but like i also am just like I, I think it's good and i appreciate it more now <laughs> yeah 
Um, but yeah, I was all Truman showed out for a long time. Um, <laughs> Very fair. So to that, to all y'all's point of like who's watching this, it's like well, some people are really into it, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'd be I want I want to talk more about it on the post show yeah. for sure, and just the phenomenon of a womb to tomb show. <laughs> um, if I if I could leave it at a at a quote that I saw online. Um, let's do the wrap up and then yes we'll do your quote got it Um, that's pretty good but yeah everybody we're gonna uh, stick around and record our extended play post show that's only available to our Patreon subscribers so head on over there and get uh, some more bonus content it's at 24 flame nope it's at (laughs) patreon.com slash 24 flames pod and you can find all of our stuff at 24 flames pod wherever you get your social media and uh, also check out Party Fish Media and our studio fundraiser. That's the last time I'm going to mention that. And um, all right, Ben or Evan, who wants to plug their show first? Ben okay. does. Uh, I am a co-host of VH Quest, also on Party Fish Media, mm-hmm. um, with Mike Graves, my other co-host. Uh, you can get us uh, basically at Instagram and Facebook at VH Quest Pod, uh, and I have a Twitter that I haven't used yet uh, I got it was too much for me at one point That's, and yeah. so I haven't gotten there yet but mm-hmm. someday uh, we release Insta episodes yeah yeah great. that's the big yeah that's because yeah. it's all about the, the pictures of the tapes that we're finding uh, it comes out the last Tuesday of every month as yeah. of right now the last Tuesday of every month yeah, yeah. Evan go ahead uh, yeah, I'm the producer and dungeon master of our podcast, Save the D8, uh, with my uh, very special players, Monica, Kendall, Skylar, and Robert. Hi. Uh, we all uh, go ahead and we play this live play D&D game uh, that I edit with uh, a bunch of sound effects and kooky music to make it more fun. And I think we're going to be at the end of the split of the party coming up pretty soon. So, the party's yeah. about to come back together, I think, after this episode. Damn, we've been having fun on our own, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, so far, I've, I've heard uh, from quite a bit of fans that they, they ship uh, Craggle and Kangor. Yeah, yeah. They, they, lo- they ship we're in, you. We're in love. What does ship mean? Um, we're like besties. People want <laughs> the relationship. Oh! I don't think... Oh, we're, uh, I ship yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see where things go. Right, right now, we're That's good fun. buds. That's fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's been fun. Our last episode where it was just us was like I remember having a lot of fun recording that one. Yeah. Um, so you can yeah check check us out um, wherever you listen to the podcast at Save the D Eight. You can also check out our Twitter and Instagram. Both are Save the D Eight Pod. Yeah. Um, Casey, anything? No. Um, no, nothing official. <laughs> you don't want to plug anything. I will plug. Uh, Hot topic clearance section band tees. Very good. Nice. Does, I didn't even know that store was still open. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their clearance section is legit. <laughs> you can get them, stack them, stand them up like Marie Kondo. Yes. <laughs> um, great. And so, yeah, Ben, close us out. Uh, this is a quote from, uh, by Peter Weir, the director. This was a dangerous film to make because it couldn't happen. How ironic. <laughs> <laughs> and that on that, everybody, we will catch you next week for oh, What Women Want as we head into February. Uh, last week of January, actually. But it's fine. What Women Want is next week. We'll catch you all then. Uh, have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.
Monkey Fish Media. Yeah.